there's no power on this earth under the earth and in heaven that is outside of god god is the in and out and be it all of everything i'm going to draw drum this on and on and on until he rises up in your heart with a lot of faith what i'm saying to you if somebody comes around and say they've taken your name to somewhere if that place has a name you carry a power that's higher than that name if you have a dream somebody's chasing you in the dream and you wake up and you your heart is palpitating i want you to know you carry a power that is higher than that name because you belong to god the maker of heaven and earth and i want you to understand this is don't think about this as a head knowledge oh i'm a child of god no i'm talking there's a power that flows in your vein there's a power that is in your spirit person that means you are meant to be a dominator of situations you are not meant to be someone who is a low lifer or try to figure it out no the greatest power in the universe is in you. your father owns the entire universe so this picture is saying all power is of god God is absolutely besotted with us and he wants us to be vulnerable with him because he has been vulnerable with us. But the Bible is he is a sustainer of everything. He is a source of everything. I must remember that God is our source. God is my source. Which means you might get a job today and you'll be excited. Don't think he's the employer that is your source. God is the one who is your source. You might get somebody who is trying to patronize your business and you think, oh, well, well, you know, I know this, I know so, so, and so, I know so, so, and so. There are human beings placed there to help you, but God is within the source. God is the one who gives you those things. And obviously, God has given us all things to enjoy. If He's a source and sustainer of all things, what does that mean for me? He's a source, which means everything that you see in the world has a portion of God. In the beginning was the word and the word was with god and the word was god nothing was made that was made without him nothing exists today without jesus of him everything is made of jesus everything flows through jesus that's why i kept saying you might get a job through a friend but everything flows through jesus this is the reason why our trust must not be in a human being our trust must be in the one through whom all things flow. Through him, when we say through him, think about it as every good thing that flows into your life. Don't give credit to your ability. Don't give credit to people that you know. Don't give credit to things that you have done. So if you are therefore believing God for something wonderful and it hasn't come to you yet or something a little bit came but the, the rest of it hasn't come, don't lose hope because it is through him. God is going to bring those things that are yours to you through him. The character of God is always good. When there's evil in the world, we must never say, oh, because God is the sustainer of all things, yeah, therefore he's the author of evil. That will contradict other scripture that says, no, God does not do evil. Neither is, it, neither is he tempted with evil. So when you read this in terms of, of him and through him, you must look at it in context that says what this is essentially saying is that even when evil occurs in the world, God is not the author of it, but God is able to bring good out of that evil. It doesn't mean God approves of the evil. So when I talk about God being the sustainer of all things, it means that nothing is can be sustained in the world without Jesus. It doesn't mean that he approves everything. Romans 11.36 in the Amplified Version says, For from him all things originate, that's the source, and through him all things live and exist, and to him are all things directed. So essentially he's saying, God is the source, he's the sustainer of all things, and ultimately everything in the world is not be directed at the Lord Jesus. God is not the author of evil, 
right? But there's something I want you to understand that is very, very important not to forget. Yeah, the Bible says the heaven belongs to God, the earth he has given to the sons of men. So even though God created all things by Jesus and everything is sustained by Jesus, God gave the authority to mankind on what happens on the earth. God gave us that authority. Now, if we use our authority wrongly, we cannot come back and blame God. This is the reason why the agenda of God is to cause as many people to give their life to Jesus Christ as possible. So that through those people who are regenerated, the intention of God that God had from the beginning can then be enforced on the earth. God has created this earth for man. God did not create this earth for angels. So Satan as an angel is an usurper in this place. God created the earth for mankind. When God created the earth for mankind, God gave authority to man. And that's where the whole co-creator thing comes from, which means that if you allow some things in your life, God allows it. If you allow some things in your life, say, oh, let's just get on with it. God, God allows it because he has given you authority on how to rule your life. He said, look, I gave it to you. Do you remember the story about the talent? When God gave the talent to those who gave five to one, gave two to one, gave one to one. When I gave one, five to it, the guy took it and went to trade with it. But the one that did not use the talent, I went to bury it. Did the master say, okay, by the way, you've done very well? No, he didn't say that. So God gave the earth to us and he expects us to be responsible for our lives. So when, when somebody, therefore, being dominated by the devil misbehaves, they're responsible for what they've done. But in order for God to change the stuff, because God has given the earth to man, God can only walk through man. God has chosen to walk through man. God doesn't change what he has set in place. God chose to walk through man. So the only way for God to dominate the earth is through the church. As you and I rise up to our position, as we begin to understand who we are in Christ, and we begin to enforce the victory of the Lord, we are taking grants for the Lord Jesus. God works through us. So that's the reason why we need to take responsibility for what we have been given. So the heavens belong to God. The earth he has given God placed the manifestation of his power in the church. Power that raised Jesus Christ from the dead, the resurrection power, God placed it inside the church. This is the reason why it is absolutely important for every believer to know who they are in Jesus. Because the more you know who you are in Jesus, the more you can go out now and rout the devil out. When something great is not happening around where you live, you can rout the devil out. You can say, no, this is my territory. God has given this place to me, so I, I forbid you. Get out of here. You can do that. But you cannot do that if you don't know the authority that you have. You cannot do that if you don't know that you have the power. You cannot do that if you think the devil is walking over me. But the moment you know who you are in Jesus, you know that you have the power. You know, you can stand and say, no, you are not allowed. The victory has already been won by Jesus. So I, stand, I enforce the victory of Jesus over this situation. Then the last one is to him. From him, through him, and to him. From him, source. Through him, medium. To him, end goal. From him, through him, and to him all things exist we should not be afraid we should route the devil out in your workplace in your marriage in raising up your children you should route the devil out you should know that you're on an agenda you're you're an ambassador for christ you are here on an assignment you should take your life seriously but the devil is not winning it might look as if he's winning but it's not winning the devil has a limited time the devil is not winning god is still winning in this world it might look like the earth is going to the dogs but i can assure you the earth is not going to the dogs every single day today people are still giving their lives to jesus christ every single day today people are still making inroads inroads and, and bringing the kingdom to jesus and i'm saying to you let us also step into that place let us make it be conscious by the fact that we are here on an assignment 
for from him and through him and to him all things exist he is the alpha he is the omega there's nothing in the world today that is outside of jesus now what does that mean for you and i if it's from him through him and to him all things exist what does that mean for you and i what does that mean for you you're going for that job you're bidding for that contract or one challenge or the other what does that mean for you if from him through him and to him and all things what does that mean if when it seems like I'm, I'm not getting what i want you can always say this or better is coming for me even when i have a nasty experience i will say god did not cause this nasty experience but god is going to take glory through this nasty experience god did not approve this nasty experience but god will take glory through it which means God will take glory through it and rub the nose of Satan in it. God wants you to carry a consciousness that you are not ordinary. Beloved, I'm saying to you that you're not ordinary. You are the child of the Most High God. God has given you a mantle as a ruler in this world. You are a king's child. The blood that runs in your vein is the blood of royalty. You're not a common person. You have been adopted into the family of God. God gave you the use of the name of Jesus. Bible says in Philippians chapter 2, right, verse 8 to 10, that God has highly exalted the name of Jesus Christ, that at the name of Jesus Christ, every nation shall bow, every tongue shall confess that Jesus Christ is Lord. The highest name in the whole universe is the name of Jesus. But that name has been given to you to use. The question is, are we going to rise up and use the name? Are we going to rise up and carry consciousness says, I'm God's child? It will not be a cliche in our mind. It will be a thought process that is deeply woven into our consciousness that says, For from him all things originate, and through him all things live and exist, and to him are all things direct, and to him therefore be glory and honor forever and ever. Praise God forevermore. It's Psalm 8. Jesus Christ is the creator of all things, and we are made in his image and likeness. Verse 4 says, Why will you bother with puny mortal man or care about human beings? Yet what honor you have given to men, created only a little lower than Elohim, crowned with glory and magnificence. You have delegated to them rulership over all you have made, with everything under their authority, placing earth itself under the feet of your image bearers. This is what God has placed on you. You are crowned just a little lower than God himself. Which means, in the realm of the spirit, beloved, on your head, there is a crown there. That crown is a crown of glory and magnificence. That's the crown that you wear. Think about how this will overcome self-pity. How this will overcome codependency. How this will overcome the feeling of insignificance. Because when you wake up in the morning and you can visualize in your mind's eye that on your head there's a crown there. That crown is the crown of glory and magnificence. And God has delegated rulership over everything that he has made. God has delegated everything to us. He has given us rulership over everything that he has made. Everything is under the authority of man. God placed the earth itself under the feet of the image bearer. Think about this impact of this. God placed the entire earth under the feet of his image bearer. We are the image bearer of God. And God placed the entire earth under our feet. How would this make you feel if you can ponder on this? Look at this scripture is trying to create in your mind. That you are not just an ordinary person. You may have grown up being taught to be told you are nobody, you can amount to something. But God's language for you is different. God's conversation to you is different. God is saying to you, I affirm you, child. I affirm you, child. I've given you my name. I've made you just a little lower than myself. I've given you authority. 
you know, to create and co-create with me, to rule with me, to, to join with me in the work that I'm doing. That's what I've, I've called you to do. That's the highest calling that you've been called to do, to co-rule with God on the earth in your sphere of influence, using your business, using your, your work, using your talent, using your gifts, to co-create with God, using the platform that God has given you to influence the world for Jesus. Why? Because the world needs to know the rulership of the world that is righteous and holy. So God says, you that is what you have. God has placed everything under your feet. Now, if God has placed everything under your feet, how will you feel? Well, Jesus Christ said in John chapter 14, he says, the work that I do, the better works at this you will do also. That's what he said. So how do we take the truth in this to make it a reality for us? This picture that I've just painted for you is a picture of the way God sees you now. God sees you beginning to lower than himself. You are seated together with Christ in heavenly places. How can we make this a reality in our lives? By allowing this image to fill our imagination. Allowing this imagination to, to be so filled with this picture that it flows out of our mouths. So when you begin to paint this picture in your heart, when conversations are happening in your house, before the usual words will come out of your mouth, there will be a check. Say, no, that's wrong. I'm a child of God. I'm loyalty. As you do this, do it over, then you begin to see that gradually things begin to flow to you effortlessly. Even things that you are just thinking about just begin to flow to you effortlessly. Why? Because life flows from the inside out. As a man thinks in his heart, so easy. Which means in my heart, I've got to go in there and pick that picture over and over again. I say, no, Davis, you are royalty. You are born of God. Everything works. Everything in the world works for you. And allow my imagination to be filled with the picture of possibility of overcoming. And then it just works from that from that point forward. Do I get it right all the time? No. But do I stay on the path? Yes. I keep staying on the path. And that's what I'm encouraging you today. To say, like, to be co-creator with God, you have to have the mindset of a creator yourself. You have to go in here and allow your heart to be so saturated with the image of who you are in Jesus. This is who God has called you. Life may have beaten you down, but tonight God is saying to you, child, you can rise up. You can be this. I hold the whole world together and I've given you the mandate and the authority to rule in my stead here to bring glory to, to, to my name. That's what he has called you to. Praise God forever. Remember, we don't understand God by the mind. We understand him in our spirit. And faith believes what it reads first before it makes sense. It doesn't have to make sense to you right now. But if you can just start with the imagination, allow your imagination to see this, it, it will paint a new picture in your heart you know, and to flow out in your conversation. Mm-hmm.